don't get in their face in this period of time. You know, like if they're doing personal vows, like, yes, you want to record it, you want to capture it, you want to do all these things for them. But, you know, like you want to kind of like take a few steps back further than normal. Maybe you need to put a longer lens on. I don't know. Um, and just give them a bit of space so that they can freely and openly talk to each other. And if that means them getting emotional and all that sort of stuff, try and capture it from afar, I guess, um, and not get up in their grill. Hello and welcome to the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast, where we believe all weddings can be epic in their own right and uniquely you. We're your hosts, Tim and Matt, a photographer and videographer in the industry. Tune in as we dive deep and unpack all things weddings, how to make it fun, stress-free, and provide other creatives in the industry tips and tricks to raise the standard when it comes to planning the perfect wedding. Welcome back to the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast. You're with uh, Tim and Matt. And yeah, we're back again for another episode this week. And man, I'm so excited to dive into this one because lately we have been getting so many inquiries about elopements and yeah, it's going to be a good one. But uh, before we do, Tim, what's been happening, mate? Hey, mate. Hey, um, it's been a good time lately. Uh, we've had a, quite a few weddings um, together. And how about that rain, my friend? Mate, we had a lot of weddings together and I've never been so wet before at a wedding, like far out. I was, we get like, we get wet from like some champagne showers and things like that at times, but Saturday was probably next level. But I feel like the bride and groom were so just like, attitude was on point. They've been listening to the podcast. It, it made a difference. It was pretty cool. We walk in there like, yep, all right, even though it's raining and it's got a bucket down, like our attitude is good. Our vibes are high. I'm like, sweet, because you're going to need it because there's about 40 mil of rain coming. <laughs> yeah, mate. Like, I think I was still wringing my hat out like on Sunday morning for my next wedding that I shot the next day. So it was a bit of a classic. I was just like, I yeah, I legitimately have never been so wet at a wedding. Oh, mate. Like I, I was supposed to get a spray jacket that morning and just ran out of time. So I just had my normal jacket and oh, dude, like it was crazy. I had a wedding on the Friday as well. Got absolutely soaked from that. And then Saturday was just like next level. Like I was so worried about my camera. Like I remember there was a point I'm like, dude, like this is not looking good. You're like, get the rice camera. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the rice? <laughs> <laughs> so good, mate. And uh, yeah, I was like, I looked at my camera at one point and I looked through the viewfinder and I couldn't see through it properly because it's like a little bit of fog coming onto the screen. So I love that. Didn't affect the photos at all, but through my viewfinder, wasn't very happy. And then it was, yeah, yeah, it was so sick though. Hey, like the couple just like, we're like, yeah, like we want to go out to that tree, which is about like. 200 meters like away from the venue through like, mud over. <laughs> <laughs> through mud like legit but um they absolutely rocked it too and we're like oh do you want to let go of the umbrellas and just um just give in to the weather gods and get it. some like epic photos and videos and yeah it was so good i'm so glad they just kind of you know just didn't worry too much about getting wet and just gave it their raw because man like the content looks so so nice 100 and at the end of the night we like snuck out with the bridal party and them and we like got a, we got a couple of bottles of champagne and made them all go stand in the rain with no umbrellas just getting absolutely <laughs> drenched like it was proper bucketing down at that point and me and you were just like soaked we got the lights out got the flashes out and just got them to champagne shower f1 <laughs> style and uh, they were all for it, though. They were probably even more for it than we were, I reckon, because they were so committed. Oh, it was just, it was epic, hey? Like, I had to um, I had to get a, like, with my video light. So I had to get the umbrella and, like, literally, like, duct tape an umbrella to my video light. 
and it just it turned out so good hey yeah it was mad yeah what what literally made it was their attitude like they weren't just out there like with the bucket in like oh let's quickly get her over and done with they're like yep we're committed we're doing this and even the maid of honor like when she took the champagne <laughs> oh mate she was getting so into it she was like spraying it everywhere all over everybody it was great it was such a vibe and look i just i suppose at the end of the day it kind of is nice because it shows that uh i guess Hopefully what we're doing and uh, some of the reels we're sharing and uh, some of the content we're sharing on this podcast is getting out to our couples and hopefully making yeah, a bit of a difference. making a difference. Yeah. 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 100%. 100%. Well, we've done a couple of elopements over the last couple of months, I'd say, and um, it kind of like ties into exactly what uh, today's episode is all about. So why don't you give us a little bit of, of a rundown? That's it, mate. Yeah. We've, uh, as Tim said, we've been smashing them out and it's been awesome and uh, Look, we a couple of weeks ago, we did five ways to make your wedding epic. And yeah, I thought, well, I guess me and Tim were chatting and we we're like, you know what? It's time to do the elopement thing because elopements are so big and popular at the moment. And, you know, they're equally as epic. And so today we're talking about five ways to make your elopement epic. I'm so excited to dive into these five kind of like, I guess, hot tips slash subjects that we've got. Um, yeah. And just really, I don't know, hopefully it brings value to your elopement if you are planning one. And we have a few epic ones coming up over the next few months, which if you are one of those brides, hopefully you are listening yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> and like we've done a few like collectively, like we've done a few like separately. Um, and like, I think that there's a couple of key things that really make some of them stand out. And we feel like we're in a really good position to give you guys a little bit of, a, of an insight into some ways that you can really elevate um, your elopement if you're planning to have an elopement. And look, let's let's first kind of start off with what is an elopement, man? I feel like this word is like, what is an elopement is so subjective. And a lot of people have their two cents on it. For me personally, I'm like kind of, I don't know why, but I have this number in my head of like no more than five guests kind of vibe or even like that's probably too many. <laughs> like sort of thing. Yeah. So I, I just haven't like, I don't know why there's a number and in maybe the like wedding industry, people have this like number thing where they go like, this is an elopement. And then this is like maybe a micro wedding, um, which we're going to chat about soon. But um, yeah, I think that elopements can be epic and they will be epic. Um, but if you're planning an elopement, you don't need every single person there. Yeah. Like traditionally elopements are really yourself and your partner and that's it. Like usually um, like in previous times was done in secret and i think the, the confusion now lies in like the term micro weddings which has kind of been thrown around a bit it's a bit hipster <laughs> yeah yeah it's a bit hipster 100 so all you bondo guys out there like stop it <laughs> <laughs> but look a micro wedding like i would define it as like like tops 30 to 50 people for a micro wedding. Like even 50 is like, huge still, Hayes. 50 is still yeah. pretty yeah. <laughs> I'm 30. I'm, we'll, we'll have a fight about this later, but I'm, I'm probably like 30 or even maybe like 25 sort of thing or less. Yeah. Well, look, when you – because I did Google micro wedding and uh, Dr. Google says <laughs> 50. I'm like, oh, that's like – that's a little bit more than I would have like assumed. But – yeah, look, like the uh, the big C word, um, COVID has really kind of shined a light on elopements and, you know, with lockdowns pretty hectic in Australia, weddings had to, yeah, be a little bit um, smaller. The guest list had to be cut down a fair bit. And I think this is, this is where micro weddings has really originated. And now we're starting to kind of see like an evolution of micro weddings outside of a COVID world. And there's lots of benefits from that, from a like a, a cost perspective as well. But also elopements has been a massive, massive thing since COVID. It just makes it quite special 
as well between between two people and I'm the same with you, man. Five tops for me is an elopement. I think out, outside of that, it's the planning is more so like a wedding or micro wedding rather than an elopement. Absolutely. And you've just got to like, once you have kind of more than like five or so people, there's just, not, as you said, like a lot more planning. Yeah. You've got to have more vendors potentially involved. Like it just becomes a little bit less uh, elopement-y and a little bit more like wedding-y. And that's where I guess like, you know, in my head, I'm like- wedding wedding-y. wedding-y. I come up, I feel like every week, whenever we have these conversations, I'm always coming up with new words. So soon we'll have like a, a dictionary it. of Matt Ashton and his weirdo words that he says, um, which is great. <laughs> Matt's dictionary. <laughs> Um, but yeah, look, I, I do think that, yeah, like there's definitely a, a, there's kind of, for me, there's a clear cut line between the two. And that's usually when it comes down to just numbers. You know, there's plenty of elopements where it's just the couple, maybe me and you, Tim, the celebrant, and we become their witnesses. Um, and that's always pretty special and pretty epic. Look, I'm so excited to dive in today, though. And I think we should start All right, let's touching, touching on some of these topics. So um, I think, yeah, the first one, number one, straight into it, I'm going to throw it out there is that. An elopement is not a plan B. Correct. Correct. So I'm, I'm the same, man. Like an elopement should not be your plan B. Yes, there is, I think, some cost saving from a wedding um, and not having a wedding uh, by having an elopement. But like typically, if you're the type of person that really wants something a little bit more personal, um, you want to do things where you have a little bit more kind of creative control, I think an elopement is really like potentially for you, but it's not to say an elopement is better or a wedding is better. It's really to have a good think about what would you like? hundred percent. And it's one of those things where like, how many couples do we talk to potentially post their wedding? And they're like, oh, I wish I did an elopement. And it's not because they hated their wedding, but just because sometimes they do find it as an easier thing, but they kind of like, and maybe from day one, they were those keep like those people we're talking about that saying that it's not a plan B and that you probably should have actually done that elopement in the first place. There's always, uh, I guess, situations where people don't want to be center of attention, but they still want to get married and they don't necessarily have to do this big wedding and an elopement may be perfect for you. So I guess there's a bit of a, a general idea in the industry or around weddings in general that an elopement is a plan B and it's just doing it because it's convenient or because it's easy. And I would love to change that. Yeah. Can't be further from the truth. An elopement really is something special. And Man, like we have done some really, really like special elopements and I don't know, I feel like it's just a little bit more intimate and it's just, it's so much like, it's so much more personalized as well with like in terms of our different aspects. And I don't want to dive too deep because we're going to go into these points a bit later, but it is just such a, a completely different experience to a wedding. Now, I, th- I think the, yes, like a wedding, like you are going to be the center of attention, like it is your wedding day and that's cool. but really an elopement shouldn't be something that well we can't get married like we can't have a big like wedding let's just like elope instead i think that's that's a very like fast way to kind of regret an elopement choice as well yeah absolutely and i find that like a lot of the time when we have elopements like well especially people that are semi rushing into it it's always something that needs to happen in a short turnaround or like oh we're going to elope next month and you're like whoa okay like no worries and it kind of is like a last minute thought um and sure sometimes there is need for that and i'm not saying that there's not that's for sure um like there is always need for some of these quick turnaround weddings and elopements but um yeah the ones that i find are the most epic are probably the ones that are planned well in advance and like everyone's on the same page 
and like all of your vendors are getting excited by it because there is a lot of hype around it still, even if it is only between you and your partner and then your vendors that are involved who are keen to make it epic. Yeah, because just because it's an elopement doesn't mean you have to skimp out on, you know, not planning things. Like I think an elopement should have quite a, a detailed amount of planning because there is there's so much more creative control that you have over your elopement. There's so many, like there's so many aspects where you don't have, you know, the, like the trouble of like multiple different vendors or like location limits and things like that. We're also not worrying about time constraints either on the day, right? Too, which is also something we're going to be touching on later, but it's uh yeah, it's definitely a major positive for sure. Um, yeah, hundred percent. Let's start, I think like number two that we're going to get into, Let's. it's kind of starting from the start of the day and I think like it really sets up your day well. Do you want to dive into that too? All right. So number two is getting ready together and also doing a, a first look. So like you said, like we don't have those time constraints. So yeah, getting ready together is something that can be quite special as well. Absolutely. Like I, I've had elopements where, yeah, like the couple have basically got like an Airbnb, like somewhere cool and it's like close to... Um, like their location where they are actually going to um, like say their vows and, and have their ceremony, um, so to speak. But the morning of like first looks are almost like that number one thing. I think it's just like super special for an elopement. It really, really is. Yeah, and I feel like it's kind of all, like it really it's a must have, I would almost say, because like realistically, if you're doing an elopement, you're not typically doing the traditional style wedding anyway, which I guess in a traditional style wedding, for this is my opinion anyway, but Tim's looking at me like, what are you talking about? Um, but, you know, um, yeah, if you're like typically you're not doing a traditional style wedding, therefore that like first look is really special. Um, and it's something that you guys can like really enjoy together as a couple. Um, it starts to get the vibes flowing. The emotions may be flowing too. And yeah, I just think it's something that, yeah, you really should consider if you want to make your elopement epic. Yeah. So like typically like for your like elopement, um, vows and and ceremony you're arriving together because like you're not going to arrive in separate cars like we're not we're not doing that so look i agree a first look is a must um like not a must like you can you can really add your own spice to your own elopement but i think first look is a is a very much a welcomed um aspect of the day which really elevates like an elopement experience and I know you and I have a we have a bit of fun with um, first looks and oh, yeah. how about the one we did the other week where we kind of we made Tyler just wait there a little bit longer yeah. and he was getting all nervous and we're like don't look man like don't look still got another ten minutes we'll just wait a few minutes while those tears start streaming down the face oh. <laughs> I think as well like when we're talking first looks people always get really confused in a sense of like how do you do a first look if we're getting ready together and you know like I guess for me personally I'm like well that's easy because you can still get ready together to a point. Um, and when it's time to chuck that suit on, chuck that dress on, whatever it is, that's when you just go separately, go get changed, get ready, jump out, and then come and hang out with yep. us. We'll get the groom out and, there first yeah. and G you up a little bit. <laughs> For sure. So, and like, again, like on a wedding, there's usually time constraints, like there's time pressures to get things done at a certain time. And we just don't have like those constraints with an elopement. Like we, we do have a fair bit of time up our sleeve. So yeah, so like there's a point in the morning where you guys can separate um, and like usually it's kind of, I like to really have a bit of a chat with the groom like, oh man, like this is going to be like so good, like he's such a lucky dude, like we're going to have like so much fun um, and really just getting like hyped up for that moment. Yeah. And I, I, I do like to have a little bit of time, like really get him to reflect on like the day and why he's eloping. 
And I feel like it just puts him into into this mood. He's like, yeah, like it's it's happening. And I do the same with the bride as well. And I know you do as well. Um, but it just makes it, yeah, like it's just anticipating and like baiting that moment. So it's a bit special. Um, but what would you like, how would you usually like direct um, like a first look? Like is there like a usual process that you go through? Yeah, I normally look, I try and keep it pretty natural. And I, I suppose the reason why I keep it natural is because that moment is something that is special to the two of you. And I don't think that's a moment that I should be directing. I don't think that's a moment that I should be doing, I guess, the way that Matt Ashton wants to do it. Do you know what I mean? Um, so most of the time I'm getting them to like stand at a point where they're like the groom's in front facing the wrong way, the bride's cruising up behind and she might stop like a couple of meters away. Um, normally I'll just like get a few shots for my own personal self because I'm like, I'm solo shooting. So I'm running around a bit of a circle. I get as many shots as I can that I need to get. And then I kind of just like, hold it for a second and I go up to the bride and I say this is your time you're in control like if you want to run over and squeeze him on the bum if you want to I don't know jump on his back if you want to like just tap him on the shoulder or if you want to yell at him to turn around like whatever you want to do in this moment this is your moment to do that and I feel like doing it that way it really shows the personality of the couple too and then we get a really good idea as to how they're going to be together for the rest of the afternoon as well yeah for sure so I like to just have a bit of a conversation like with usually like the boss of the couple, so typically the bride. And I'm like, <laughs> how, how do you want to do this? Like, do you want like, and yeah, usually just give ideas. Like, do you want to go up to him? Like, do you want the groom to like look away and you like come up to him or do you want it the other way around? And like, would you like to like walk up to him, give him a slap on like slap on the bum or something and um, really like add their own spice to it? So yeah, like I'm, I'm the same. I like to just incorporate like, well, what would they rather do? Like, do they want it like super emotional or I know the ones that we've had, like it's, it's pretty fun. Like they usually go up and, you know, give each other like a big hug or like slap on the bum. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, do you remember like the one we did with Jay and Nick as well? And I remember that we got them because Nick just wanted to like touch him. So we got them to go. Yeah, and, yeah. and they also, neither of them knew what each other were wearing, which was kind of cool. I really thought that was epic. Like I, I like that. And so yeah. what, what they did was like, we got them to not look at each other at all. And we got them to like back up to each other, essentially. So they were touching hands. And so then there was like this like anticipation. And like, I remember like Nick just being like, I can't do this anymore. And she was like, and I was like, yeah. well, it's not. We up did to, make them wait. We did make them wait a little <laughs> bit, but she just like could not wait any longer. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, it's fully up to you guys. And they turned around and like, it was such a beautiful re- reaction. I'm pretty sure we've posted that as well on our, on our podcast, yes, yep. uh, Instagram as well. So yeah, go and check that out. If you want to see a bit of a like view from what we see from that moment. Yeah, of the first and that look. was, that was a super, yeah. Like a super emotional like moment. And like, Jay's a big dude too. Like you didn't really expect him to get like too emotional. And then like Nick's like, give me a dance. And <laughs> Yeah, he was getting so into it, wasn't he? It was great. It was, yeah. And I think that's the thing is like there is, for a first look, there is a lot more space for you to be emotional. And I know that sounds weird coming from two dudes talking about this stuff, but there definitely is like a lot more space, a lot less pressure around that first look. And, you know, like, yeah, there's just like, I feel like if you're doing that in front of like in a micro wedding or a full wedding, uh, and you're seeing your bride for the first time walk down the aisle, you're trying to be tough for the boys or, you know, like whatever that is. But in a first look, um, especially with an elopement, it just makes it that little bit more special. Um, it allows that little bit more space and, yeah, really allows you guys to be you. Yeah, yeah. So it gives you a little bit, I think, like a, a little bit more time and also it gives you the ability to be a little bit more vulnerable as well because it's typically just 
you guys. So yeah, you don't have anyone waiting. You don't have time constraints to get like ready, like um, in a reasonable time. So yeah, you can really make it your own by um, applying. I think just things that are really you, things that are like uniquely you. Absolutely. And it's all about you at the end of the day. All right. Number three. Give us a, give us a rundown of what number three is, mate, in five ways to make your elopement epic. Mate, I'm so excited for number three because I feel like as creatives, as photographers and videographers, this is like what we want out of every single shoot that we do. And if we, you know, like this is probably an elopement is probably the only or one of the only shoots, especially wearing like a wedding dress and things like that, that we can actually go and do this. So we are talking go and explore go and feel like you can get away from the normal you know venues or the normal farm weddings or the beaches or anything like that you can literally go anywhere you want to go for your portraits for your ceremony literally for any part of the day realistically and make sure that it's somewhere that's special to you and that is epic and brings you joy a location is the big one here and like it really gives you the opportunity to if you're having an elopement to think about like where are some places that have like a lot of value to you guys? So where's where's somewhere that's quite significant to you both? And it really, there's no, like there's no restrictions here. Like if you want to go on the edge of a cliff, man, I am so down for that. Like I have done some amazingly like epic like elopements in the Blue Mountains and we've like hiked for like half an hour. Like we've even done one hike for like 45 minutes through like wet bushland in Lifco and like, yeah, like it was phenomenal. And it's like, yeah, like it's just because it's like some places have like just such a significance to it. Yeah, man. Like what are, what's some other, what's some other reasons why you think like elopements um, and locations, such a big one. Like we probably should have put these a little bit further up, but it's really something that's, that can be almost anywhere. I know there's, I've got one coming up in a couple of months that's in like a state forest overlooking like views of, um, of like the Hunter Valley. Yeah, absolutely. And then we got one as well together. I think it's in January maybe. And that's like down in like Jervis Bay. And it's like on the edge of like a cliff overlooking the ocean. And like they said that that's exactly where they want to go. That's like special to them. And they want to like go there together. Um, Look, it's not only places that are beautiful, but it's places that are uniquely you. And I think that's the, that's the main thing is that like at the end of the day, like we're not doing it because we want to go there. We're going there because you guys want us to go there. So if that means us, hiking for an hour you know karen stuff or if that means like you like you guys literally leaving your wedding dress and your suit in their bags and putting them on in the middle of the bush somewhere you know um whatever it is like you know we're all for that um we want to make sure that you guys are doing things that bring you joy that make you excited that make it feel special and you know if you're doing an elopement that's exactly like a couple of points that we want from your day 100 so elopements can be anywhere of your choosing absolutely anywhere so have a think about where somewhere that's important where somewhere that's significant and make it happen get it done all right number four and i feel like this is one that we're kind of like we've touched on already but uh, i feel like we maybe are just continuing to really i guess prove or you know show value to um, how important some of these points are for us and that is do things the way you want with the people you want to do it with. And so if you are only having an limited amount of people, like invite those people that are special to you that you really want there. And if you're having five people, you know, I feel like I can name five people that I'd really want um, at my elopement or, you know, I, it might not even be people necessarily in terms of your guests, but maybe it's about the vendors. 
Maybe it's about the way that you want to do your day and maybe it's the people that you want included to make sure that it is the way that you guys want it and to bring you joy and value on the day. And we, we spoke about it before and uh, in a separate podcast about like finding out like what's your negotiable, what's your non-negotiable. And I think it, it like it plays a role here as well, like with your elopement. Do the things that are of value to you. So elopements, like again, you have so much like control over what you're doing. So think about all the different things that you could include, like all, you know, all the things that you're not going to include and just make it special, make it uniquely you. Absolutely. And it's little things as well. Like you don't like, and I suppose with like a wedding or a micro wedding, you know, people are like you've got to do a cake and you've got to do this and you've got to do that. Especially no with like wedding, like with uh, the elopement side of things, like these things, like a lot of these like formalities that we normally do, you don't have to do. Um, but maybe there are little things that you still want to do. So maybe it's like, we still want to have a first dance. Like, man, I'm all for that. I know Tim is too. Like, let's get some movement happening. Let's do a first dance, you know, still make that special in that sense, you know. Um, maybe it's something as simple as, oh, I don't know. You know, eating, eating cake. Together, yeah, like you know? <laughs> bring some snacks, like whatever that is. Yeah, bring some champagne, bring some beers, you know. Like there's still a lot of things that we can do on your wedding day or elopement day that is going to make it special. Yeah, you know, like. Uh, trash the dress or have a bit of a swim at the end of the oh, yeah jump off <laughs> that cliff um, <laughs> into the water yeah. <laughs> not just jump off the cliff in general into the water, into the water. Or, or jump on a paddle board oh yeah we've done that we've, we've, we've done one of them before haven't we the old uh yeah. going for a little paddle board that was, that was like so like random it was like, impromptu it was like, as, i was just taken back <laughs> <laughs> it was so it was just not planned at all it was great love it and number five mate is Make it personal. I love this because I feel like all the things we've been talking about so far is all about the two of you. And I think that, look, at the end of the day, if you're eloping, you're going to make it personal regardless. But there are a few little things that I think you can do that just add to that a little bit more. And it's something very, very simple. Yeah. Like, And uh, the few elopements, especially recently that we've been doing, like uh, our couples have been doing this, which I've been loving, is like doing personal vows to each other, you know, making sure that you write some vows to your partner um, and you guys are reading them to each other in private. It doesn't necessarily have to happen during the ceremony. Um, you know, you can just do the legals only part and then sneak like, you know, at some point on the like edge of the cliff or, you know, like in this like epic little location you guys have picked out or that we found for you guys. Um, you know, you can read those vows to each other and it's always such a special moment and I love it. Yeah. So like, even though the legals only like in the, in the elopement that we had the other week, like it was on the edge of a cliff, like it was pretty cool, but it was a little windy. The light was harsh. So, you know, we just said, well, would you like to um, do your vows at a different location? And we we found like, yeah, we went for a drive. Like we found this like amazing like area like covered by bush and like amazing trees. And there's just like a little bit of light. It's kind of like just shining down in a particular area. It was a 15-minute drive away. Uh, we did private vows there and it was it was just special. Um, it was super magic. I feel like it really elevated like their experience as well. Absolutely. And especially I think because the way that we shot that too, like, you know, for us personally, like, and I guess it's a bit of a hot tip for like any other like photographers and videographers out there, like don't get in their face in this period of time, you know, like if they're doing personal vows, like, yes, you want to record it, you want to capture it, you want to do all these things for them. But, you know, like you want to kind of like take a few steps back further than normal. Maybe you need to put a longer lens on. I don't know. Um, and just give them a bit of space so that they can freely and openly talk to each other. And if that means them getting emotional and all that sort of stuff, try and capture it from afar, I guess, um, and not get up in their grill. <laughs> yeah. Like for me, like 
like I don't mention it because it's something that just comes natural. Like I don't want to like, especially like for video, but yeah, like I'll hook up a lav mic um, so I can utilize that audio. But like when we're shooting it, like it's like we kept this, like I feel like it was like an eight meter distance. Cone of silence. <laughs> I know. Like, and we were just absolute silence. I remember like as I was like walking like around, like I was tiptoeing not to making sure not to step on any twigs or leaves. <laughs> yeah. And then like you had, a, you had a second camera set up with your tripod and I was like doing the limbo underneath it, trying not to like get in the way. <laughs> so look, I definitely think that just, I think because we have worked together a fair bit, that comes naturally to us personally but i do think there's definitely people out there that may not have done it before and maybe that's a little hot tip for you guys today when it comes to some of these like more personal aspects of a elopement is that yeah just to kind of give the couple some space um and hopefully that brings uh the couple a little bit of like ease and clarity around like some of that can be a bit of a nerve-wracking experience nobody really loves to like public speak hey like you know um it's yeah. taken us a little bit of time to warm up to this old podcast gig that we've been, we've thrown ourselves into the deep end. So I can only imagine what it's like for couples that aren't really that PDA. <laughs> yeah. Like just, just think about it guys. Like a couple has, yes. Like, especially if you're doing like video um, and even for photo, a couple has booked you uh, to capture like their special day, but it doesn't mean you need to get all up in their grill and, you know, like no one feels comfortable like with a camera in your face. So if you've got like a 24 mil and you're like a meter or two away, like just, just have a think about that as well. Like, yeah, you may be getting it pretty close and maybe it's a good angle like in for what you want to get, but just get a longer lens, get further away, give them some space. Like, yes, you're going to capture it. But just capture it in the right way. Have a little bit more respect and understanding that this is an elopement. They want it to be as intimate as possible. And, you know, like this goes for like during that like so-called portrait session as well. Like just let it flow a little bit differently from like usual weddings. Like you don't have the usual like time constraints. So, you know, let them let them be as natural like as possible. And I think for us, like we we do that naturally, like for every kind of like whether it's a wedding or an elopement. But I think with an elopement, like it just becomes that it's just that bit more like intimate as well. So we really want to like draw on that fact to ensure that we can like really like bring out these natural kind of like more intimate vibes. And I know after after that um after that vows um after their private vows. Um, you know, like they're like, yeah, like let's like let's find somewhere cool, let's pop some champagne, like let's have some fun, let's have a dance party. And man, it kicked off. It was definitely like that, like, I don't know, like that key to the opening the the party vibes kind of thing. Like, you know, the hard part's done, so to speak, I guess, or the part where they were most vulnerable was done. And yeah, it was time to kind of relax, get into it, have some fun. And yeah, just touching on what you just said about like, you know, the way that we shoot, like, you know, we don't have to make it a production set for any wedding really but especially an elopement like you know we want to maybe pair it back a little bit um still get the content that we need but yeah just not fill up the couple's faces with a bazillion cameras it's probably a little bit unnecessary and just try and really focus on making it more about them and getting the content that we need couldn't have said it better myself mate love it Mate, I feel like uh, there's probably, look, there's so many things we can talk about when it talks about making it personal. And we've been touching on it. And as I said earlier, the reason why we made this last is because the whole day should be personal. And the whole reason why we are doing, you know, or talking about these elopements and the way that you can make them epic is because at the end of the day, we should be bringing it back to you. And at the end of the day, you guys should be including things that are special to the two of you. Um, you know, there's a reason why you're getting married and include that in your day. 
you know, include things that, um, yeah, I guess like that you want to do uh, and that you may not have thought you could do on your wedding if you were thinking about doing the wedding and you've gone to the elopement because you thought it was more you guys. Yeah, make it special. Make it personal. Yeah, if you guys want to go for a surf in the morning, do it. Do it. If you want to go for a surf after the ceremony, do it. Yeah, we'll come. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so oh, we we'll love that. Well, mate, this was a, uh, a nice, short and sharp um, podcast. I think it kind of brings us back to like the first couple that we did that were kind of around that 30-minute mark too. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, uh, hopefully this is bringing value to all, all of you out there listening. And if you're planning an elopement, maybe listen to this podcast a couple of times and let's just run through those five things uh, in dot points real quick, Tim, and make sure that everyone, uh, yeah, if you are listening out there, that you get that value out of this. Let's do it. All right. Five ways to make your elopement epic. Number one is an elopement is not a plan B. Number two, get ready together. You know, things like first look, like a first look is something that um, I think is really like a, a must have only if it's of value to you, but it's something really special. And I think you'd be almost missing out on something if you did not do a first look in your with your elopement. Number three is location. So the things with elopement is that you really have so much like control and you're not limited by an establishment or a venue. So figure out somewhere that's important or of value to you and just go for it. Number four is do things the way you want to with the people you want to. Make it special. Like it's an elopement is such like an intimate, intimate moment. And yeah, like Matt, why don't you take this one? And number five is my favorite, I reckon, purely because I love this and I love that people love to make it personal. And yeah, that is it. It is making it personal, making it all about you. Think about maybe writing your own vows for each other. Think about taking time to really reflect on the couple uh, that you are and yeah, just why you are where you are. And I think if you can, um, you know, include some of these five things into your elopement, it is going to be epic. And I'm sure there are a lot more out there. These are just five points that we have decided to chat about today. But yeah, we hope that you guys are getting value out of this. If you are loving what we are doing, please make sure you give us a bit of a review. We would love to hear from you guys too about any topics you want us to talk about in the future. Um, but yeah, we really appreciate you all listening and we will see you all next week. Bye. That's it. See ya.